1049 The Morning Exit is Kev. Matt Hall is here. Matt, you got any big Halloween party plans this year? I don't have any friends, so no one invited me anywhere. No friends? I'll be sitting in my apartment waiting for trick-or-treaters. That's funny, because that's the exact same reason I'm not having a Halloween party. (laughs) Because no no one will come? I just, yeah, I mean, anybody who would come, besides work people, which probably two of you would even consider showing up, uh, lives like an hour and a half away. Right. Everybody I grew up with, everyone I know, uh, lives far away. So it's like, we want to have a Halloween party, but we don't have any... Friends, I would love to go to a big shindig where you dress up in a costume and yeah. there's a DJ and you know what I mean, like one of those big. I always thought our stations combine should combine and throw a big Halloween bash. <laughs> yeah, why not? And like a you know ballroom or something or you know whatever, be fun. I've been saying about the X since I got here. We need to do a, a yearly Halloween bash. Heck yeah, that'd be fun. Like, you know, combine it with something. You know, food. Maybe <laughs> call it like the Halloweeny roast. We'll do like. <laughs> You know, like hot dogs and, and Halloween party. It's got to be sexual, right? Gotcha. They're gonna be like, <laughs> no, nothing about no. It's about hot dogs, Matt. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's about like we'll, we'll like grill some hot dogs uh-huh. and, and have an actual literal weenie roast, not about weenies. You can do it outside, big well, big fire, but then there's that's a liability. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, the point is, you know, we can have some fun. We can have some games, make them exciting. Bobbing for apples. Do people still bob? How, for how about this? Bobbing for apples, but somewhere in there, there's a grenade. Okay, that could be dangerous. But it makes the party scary, right? Yeah. Bobbing for apples, but there's a dead rat in the in the bucket somewhere. Now we're talking, yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, my mom made a, like my birthday is right around Halloween, so I had like a Halloween-themed birthday party once, and my mom made pin the nose on the witch. Okay. My, why not like pin the nards on the wolfman? Wolfman's got nards. Wolfman's got nards. We, we do know that from a movie. You got that reference. Thank you. I, only one in a million people would get that one. I don't know. I don't know. I think people in our generation know the Monster Squad. Monster Squad was a great movie. Oh yeah, you couldn't you couldn't do it now. Uh, if you uh, go well, back, go back and watch it. You, I haven't you, seen it in twenty. Go back and watch years. it. You couldn't do it now. Really? Within within five minutes, there's children calling the, uh, calling each other the oh I see the f word. Okay, not yeah. the not the f u one. The other f word. I hear you. Yeah, you could you can do the movie now. A but, lot of movies you couldn't do now. Try yeah. making Roadhouse today. I know. Well, didn't they remake it? <laughs> I don't think they've remade it yet. I think they were going to, but I mean, the guy, that movie is just, that's ridiculous. I love it. Yeah, he couldn't ridiculous. beat as many people up, I don't think. No, it's very violent. People have <laughs> knives and bars. and It's, it's crazy. Uh, hey, look, I've got your fast facts coming up, and they're coming in fast, so don't go away. <laughs> okay. 104.9 The Morning Exit is Kev, and it's time, once again, for fast facts. Here they come. Watch out. They're coming in like a, like a heater mat. I couldn't even see them. They're so fast. I know. Uh, did you know that the letters SOS, when you're like sending out an SOS yep. to the world, uh, they don't actually stand for anything? No? No, it really was just Morse code, right? Three dots, three dashes, three dots, which just meant come help us. It was just an easiest way to send it out in Morse code. Since then, we have come up with things that it stands for, like save our ship or save our souls or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, just they don't mean anything. Okay, well, everyone knows SOS means come help me. Unless you're Sting. <laughs> Sending out an SOS. Now, do you like Sting? More with the police or with it just by himself? I can't tell the difference, so I don't know. I like him with the police. He was more angry and, and bitter. You well, know, you didn't and, like and, Desert Rose? No. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm not knowing for I'm allowed to say this on the radio. I think Sting without the police is a huge <laughs> Okay. His music is just... It's just terrible. Right, without Stuart Copeland, you're dead in the water. I think. They, as the police, yeah. we're 
awesome as a band. <laughs> Sting by himself. What's that one where it's like, as we walk through fields of gold? Get I out of here. I thought that was a police song. No. I think it's just Sting. You remember me. Do you think the police would do that? Piece fields of crap. Of, uh, fields of gold is a police song. It is. It can't be a police song. If it is, then I, I'm just upset. Sting and the police. Fields of oh gold. Oh my god, really? Yes. Oh, Sting. How could you? See, but now this video says Sting Fields of Gold. Yeah, see, this, I, but Sting and the Police. Maybe I only know it as him doing it solo. Oh, it is on his fourth studio album. So yeah, you're right. <clears throat> the Police are rocking. They got like a reggae vibe to them. They're great. Also, the internet is unreliable. Um, <laughs> uh, one million seconds ago, this is this is fast fact number two. They're coming in so fast. Uh, one million seconds ago, it was October sixth. Okay. One billion seconds ago, it was 1991. Based on that math, Matt, what year was it one trillion seconds ago? I don't know. Were dinosaurs roaming the earth? I have no clue. <laughs> Through 30,000 BC. Do you know that the 80s were 40 years ago? Yeah. I, mean, I, know, I know, Matt. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> when someone says, like, hey, it was 30 years ago, I think like it's 1970. No, 30 years ago was the 90s. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah. Nirvana's never mind. 30, over 30 years old. I know. It's classic rock now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you fall from 48 feet or less, there's a 50-50 chance you'll survive. Oh, okay. But if you fall from 84 feet, 10% chance. A 30 oh. feet difference. Who are the people they got to do that study? I don't know. <laughs> All right, Steve, get I out just, there. Maybe they took, like, like a, you know, statistics. So the people who fell from this height, uh-huh. who survived and who didn't, and just did percentages, you know? Maybe. Uh, 50-50 chance. From 48 feet okay. or less. So 50 feet up, 50-50 chance, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I think somebody like me would probably die. It's all in the way you land. And how, how much you weigh. And, and how yeah, much wh- you weigh and what you land on. Right. It was what you land on is probably the most important factor in that statistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ooh, I know you like this movie, Matt. Did you know Silence of the Lambs was technically a sequel? To what? A movie called Manhunter was the, was the first <laughs> okay. Hannibal Lecter movie. It only made $8.6 million when it came out in 1986, and it did not star Anthony Hopkins. I mean, people quoting Buffalo Bill still creeps me out to this day, but it's hilarious. I don't know why I laugh every time, but it's gross, it's sick, but it's funny. It puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. Or else it gets the hose again. Oh my It puts God. the lotion in the basket. And because of that movie, everybody references Buffalo Bill when they have someone in their basement. Like, right. <laughs> when they have someone locked in their basement? Yeah. Um, it's a running. Do you have people locked in your basement? Um, I'm not gonna. Okay. Say anything uh, further. Anyways, they remade <laughs> they remade Manhunter in 2002 as the movie Red Dragon, which was a prequel. Oh, that movie freaked me out. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I don't like those serial killer movies. I watched the trailer for Manhunter. It doesn't look bad. It just was probably greatly overshadowed by Silence of the Lambs because what a, what a bunch of performances that was. Yeah. Jodie Foster. <laughs> Mr. Corey Storling. Mr. I don't want to hurt your dog. <laughs> <laughs> I had Buffalo Bill when he's dancing in front of the mirror. That is so creepy. That movie, to this day, I can't really watch. Especially since it's loosely based on real things that happen. Is it based on yeah, loosely. some things? Very loosely. Is yeah. Buffalo Bill a real guy? I think Buffalo Bill was one of the people who was loosely based on Ed Gein. You want to help me move this couch in my van? <laughs> <laughs> never, because of that movie, I will never help anybody move something into their van. Not even me? No, I don't, I don't trust you. <laughs> oh, with good reason. Uh, that, my friends, are your fast facts. You're waking up with Kev. We're trying to give America a good show. On the morning X. Be Wednesday, Matt. Is it? Is it Wed Zeppelin Day? It's Wed Zeppelin. <laughs>
yeah, you missed this earlier. We're cranking Led Zeppelin in here. We're getting let out, as they used to say in rock radio. Well, and, usually uh, it's a two for Tuesday, but today's yeah. Wednesday, so you got to change it up. Today's Wed Zeppelin. <laughs> That's so stupid. There was a time when a program director would hear that idea and go, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, get the lid out. I don't know if anybody ever did Wed Zeppelin. They should. But they should. They should. Sounds like a wedding band. It sure does. See, we got to start it. You Wed play guitar, Zeppelin. right? Nothing but Led Zeppelin tunes at the wedding. I'm sure the bride would love it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure she would. Why? I mean, if you can find a woman who would do that, you yeah. better marry her. You better. <laughs> this one goes out to the bride, Katie. <laughs> hey, mom! I said the way you move. <laughs> I'd go to that wedding. That'd be a fun wedding. Yeah, <laughs> would be. You get sick of it after like ten songs. Oh though. yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, Led Zeppelin is a doses band for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, guess what? I got your nerd news coming up on the morning X. Nerd news. All right, pop culture news. That doesn't involve Kardashians. It is your nerd news on the Morning X. Matt Hall is here for the fun. Always. Yeah. I'm uh, sad to say, even though She-Hulk attorney at law was a hit with the critics, audiences have turned away. Hmm. On IMDb, She-Hulk pulled a 5.1 out of 10 rating, uh, rating among 140,000 fans who felt their opinion was needed, making it the lowest rated Marvel series. You know, I watched it. Well, I had, the thing is, I haven't finished it. Usually, I watch the Marvel shows when they come out on the day. But I, about five or six episodes, five episodes in, I just kind of lose interest. I lost interest in it. Not that it, it wasn't a bad show. I, I thought the acting was okay. Just I didn't identify with the plot and the characters, and couldn't connect to it. I don't know. I think the first couple Marvel series were great. Oh my Wanda god! Division, Loki were great, and the Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah they're, they're that, I fell asleep on that one a lot. Yeah, it was a little boring at times. Yeah, yeah, but like even the you know the Mandalorian kicked off the Star Wars series. After that, yeah. downhill. So with She-Hulk, it's like Ally McBeal, but she's a Hulk. You know what I'm saying? Like she's looking for love. She's right. swiping through Tinder on, as the Hulk. I just I couldn't as, I couldn't get into as it. As soon as I saw She-Hulk attorney at law, I was done. Well, she's a d- attorney for other superheroes. She works at a superhero law firm. Uh, okay. Well, I'm still not sold. Um, it's not her acting. I I think it's it was okay. It just it didn't speak to me the show. Yeah, and plus the effects look really bad in the previews. They weren't that like, bad. Not not Marvel level. M- Mark Ruffalo was in it as the Hulk. I know. I, I get it. And plus, it's a TV show, so they're probably not going to spend a ton of money. Sounds like you like it more than you said you did. Well, I'm just trying to defend it. I'm trying to you're defend. Re- you're really trying to sell me on it. Here. I'm just glad that yeah. Marvel and Star Wars, all this, it just keeps putting out material for me to see. I don't. I don't need that much. But see, you know what I do? Instead of going there on the internet and voicing my opinion in a mean way, which is what people the internet is for. I just don't watch it. There you go. It's that easy. Except with Boba Fett. Screw that show. He's dead. <laughs> He's not. He's dead. dead. He came back to life. And he's, he lives in Jabba's palace now. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't know that. Something that happened in the uh, before the, or, or since the last nerd news, uh, Hagrid passed away. Robbie Coltrane, the guy who played Hagrid in all the Harry Potter movies, yeah. he passed away at the age of 72 years old. Uh, we lost, we lost a legend. I never watched Harry Potter. No, no, I know I haven't seen one piece of it. I've never watched it on TV. I just didn't think it would. Not for me. It's all right. First few are all right. And again, the further you get into it, the more it's like, eh, I don't care. Is it a kid's movie? Is it for adults? No, no. Who's it's, for? It's for families, for everybody. If it's for everybody? It's like Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, the, the main characters are kids. That's the difference. Okay. You know, but it's, it's you know, it's just like any one of those nerdy series. 
All right, I guess I'm just not into like magic spells and things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but use the force. Yes, exactly. Use the force use all the day. <laughs> the force is a is a energy that binds the universe together, Kevin. Don't you know? Uh, it's magic, though. Metachlorines. Yeah. That's how it works. Oh yeah, it's genetic. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> you wish? I wish I had the force. You kidding me? Finally, if you're hoping to watch the Charlie Brown specials on uh, network TV this year, you're sadly mistaken. It's not happening. Uh, back in 2020, the same thing happened because Apple. TV bought them mm-hmm. and pulled them off the network so you couldn't watch It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown on TV. Uh, now, uh, last year they put them on PBS. This year they're not doing it. You're going to have to have Apple TV in order to watch It's the Great Pumpkin. It's a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. It's a Charlie Brown Christmas, uh, which is like, come on, man. Give the give this America. We watch Charlie Brown on the holidays. Yeah, thanks a lot, corporate greed. Yeah. I got a theory about It's a Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, by the way. Yeah. Um, all the adults are dead. That's my theory. You never see them. You're right. You don't. You don't see them. They have to go out and buy their own pumpkin. They go to a Halloween party unsupervised. True. They go trick-or-treating where people are giving rocks to Charlie Brown instead of candy. Obviously other children, because what adult would be that mean? I got a rock. Yeah. And uh, also, this kid goes and sits out in a pumpkin patch by himself in the middle of the night, waiting for a Santa Claus-type figure, a.k.a. The Great Pumpkin, who never shows up. Why? Because it would have been his parents, but his parents are dead. Or just lack of parental supervision or or caring or something. They're all dead. Do they kill them? Yes. It's a children of the corn situation in Charlie Brownland. The only adult you hear is the teacher, and she's muffled. Like, she's got something, like a rope in her mouth or something. Like, she's tied up. You're right. Yeah, she's she's definitely gagged. She's gagged, yeah. She's a gagged and bound teacher. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what she's really trying to say is let me go please these kids are going crazy anyway if you want to watch those uh, with that with a the new theory in mind <laughs> happy holidays everybody uh, you're gonna have to get apple tv yeah so enjoy you're waking up with kev on the morning x careful he sleeps naked 1049 the morning x it is kev and on wednesdays noah's ark animal sanctuary stops by and uh, Kristen is here from noah's ark uh, with a new furry friend for us what's up Kristen? hi there uh thanks for coming by and uh, who'd you bring with you today uh today i brought grits grits uh, yes grits is our handsome dad at the ark he is a four-year-old german shepherd i remember you brought by uh some puppies before or jamie brought by some puppies before uh breakfast themed names this is uh, the dad of the breakfast yes. the breakfast gang this is dad <laughs> mom was officially adopted two days ago uh, by our office manager at the shelter and now it's grits's turn he is officially available and most definitely ready to go home. How old would you say Grits is? Um, so when he came in, uh, when they both came in, they were in pretty rough shape. Um, so it it's really been kind of getting to know them, doing their physicals and everything. We think he's about four years old. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he's a big dude, but he's uh, he's really calm, really like uh, chill in oh, studio yeah. here. Very relaxed. I mean, he's sitting next to me right now, and this is how he is at all times when he's out of the cage. <laughs> he's actually one of our office dogs. Oh, great! Um, so he'll get to take a little break from the kennel and come sit up front with us and meet everybody and just hang out. He's very relaxed for a German Shepherd. Uh, and you mentioned uh, his teeth. What happened with his teeth? Um, so eggs and grits. They came. It, it's bit of a backyard breeding situation Uh, um and essentially what they did was they ground their teeth down so that they wouldn't fight each other um so he came to us we got rid of all his bad teeth he's got eight left 
Um, can barely keep his tongue in his mouth, but I absolutely <laughs> love that about him. He has a sure. little character there. Um, but he is, he came very skinny, bad teeth. He's now at a very nice, healthy weight, has no problem eating food. Um, very happy dog considering where he started from. Uh, yeah, and doesn't seem to have a problem with people. Uh, nope. We rocked right up to him. He was uh, mm-hmm. definitely... Uh, definitely happy to see us. He will be sure. a lap dog if you'll allow him to. <laughs> he's pretty big. <laughs> Heads up, he's pretty big to be a lap dog. Those but, are the uh, best lap dogs, though. Oh, yeah. My mom has a couple who are <laughs> about his size, and they, they believe they're still puppies and mm-hmm. will we'll jump right up on your lap. And I, I love that. Uh, so, how do we adopt grits if we want to? Um, so, if you want to adopt grits, the kennel opens at 10 today and will be there until 3 30. Uh, if you own your home and it's in Winnebago County, we can check proof of ownership while you're there. Um, otherwise, you need to bring a lease agreement that says that you're allowed to have him there. Um, his adoption fee is $175. That includes his altar. Um, he's up to date on all of his vaccinations and you know, gets him out the door. Great. Well, we'll get a picture of him. We'll get a picture up on our Facebook page at TheXRockford. In the meantime, noahsarkanimals.org. Check them out online as well. Thanks, Kristen. Thank you so much. Hideous. Honestly, sorry, everything. Hideous. 104.9. I should have known this was going to be some bullshit. The Morning X with Kev. Happy Halloween. <laughs> oh, it's the spooky season. Let's get that spooky music rolling here. It is. Yeah, Play it. Ooh, scary. You know, what fun, the Exorcist theme, what fun it is around <laughs> Halloween. Let's play music from a movie where a 10-year-old was possessed by the devil. Still considered the scariest movie of all time? Dude, I can still barely watch it. Yeah, I can't watch it. It's very, it's very well done. It's a slow burn. The first hour, like nothing happens. It's very boring. It's not boring, though. If you pay attention to the context and you know, let the story be told to you like you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, movies are made differently. Nowadays, the scares happen immediately, and then there's a block of 40 minutes where there's nothing. Yeah, you gotta get them hooked right away, and then, you know. See, but this this was the best slow burn movie of all time. Who was the, the Exorcist? Love it. Love it. Haven't been sleeping too well lately. Nightmares? Well, yeah, that, but also, like, just, just like, staying up too late. Yeah, me too. We were talking to the hall the other day. Chelsea was saying that she gets eight hours of sleep a night. How do you do a morning show and get eight hours of sleep? What what real life do you have? Exactly. I probably average six ish, maybe. Yeah. Are you less than that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm asleep at like by like eleven thirty. Like I try to go to bed like at like eight thirty, but I can't. It just I, the Bulls were on last night, so I was watch them. You know, it's nine thirty. That game gets over. You know, it's the Bulls. They won, by the way. Ooh, fun. Want to know? Want to know, baby? Here we just, come. We should just quit now. Here's another NBA championship. Yeah, it's been like staying up too late. And then we got to get up early to do this. Uh huh. And uh, I think I'm starting to like hallucinate. You know? Okay. I'm starting to see things out of the corner of my eye. I see my dog in places where he's not all the time. Ghost dog. I see like dog. The dog just walking by, and he's not. He's laying down over there. I'm like, I don't know. You're losing your mind. You need a day off. A little bit. I need. I need like. I need like a month of sleep. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, just to catch up, but let my body catch up with itself and my brain. Yeah, I need a brain break. Yeah, sometimes like I go to bed on Friday night and then I wake up Saturday at like noon. And I'm like, whoa, my body needed rest. <laughs> hey, I got a new Halloween song. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> uh, we got a yeah, we got a, a song related to something we were talking about yesterday, and I'll I'll debut that on the air just a little bit. Trick or treating as a kid, you ever get weird stuff in your candy bag? Yeah, I don't like the homemade stuff, like the popcorn balls. And, but see, uh, yeah, and you know, popcorn balls were homemade. You could buy those at the store, like individually wrapped yeah. popcorn balls. Plus, those, 
Those are disgusting, though. And these days, you really want somebody, someone else, something someone else made for you? Yeah. You trust the people? No, I mean, like, there was a big thing in the 80s. Like, people used to give out, like, cookies, and, like, they baked at home, and uh, home-baked goods became a taboo after there were rumors. Razor blades. Rumors of razor blades, which, if you look into it, very few cases of that happening ever actually happened. That was the number but, one thing for trick-or-treating. It's like, check your candy for razor blades. I never found one. Right. There, there are... There are Almost no cases in history of Halloween candy being tampered with. There was just rumors, and that's it. Yeah. You know, if anything, it was the parents who did it, <laughs> which is the messed up part. But, yeah. you know, sometimes people give you, like, that big orange circus peanut or— uh, Oh, the circus peanuts are disgusting. What? Yes. Or they give you pennies you can throw back at their house, which is what I would do. Well, yeah, I put that on Facebook yesterday. Some lady used to give us three or four pennies in a little medicine cup. Every year. And that's going right back at the house. Like, why Why in a medicine cup, though? Never exactly. got that. Uh, but the biggest complaint about Halloween candy, candy corn. Of course. Oh, it's disgusting. Of course, candy corn. Uh, I love candy corn. Really? I, I love candy corn, yeah. I'll, as a matter of fact, most of the candies that people say are the worst, I, I like them. It's neither candy nor corn. Discuss. I like. Well, yeah, it is candy. It's sugar. <laughs> it's gross. It's, it's sugar, Matt. That's all it is. It's candy. Uh, it is delicious. But... I understand people's plight. Yes. So I've created a song for the candy corn haters. Oh, <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> uh, see, I feel like I feel like we're killing the song before it even airs. We are. We're digging it a hole. Why are we making fun of, of the fact that I even did a song before we even play it? Where did you find the time? Uh, well, in studio. Oh. You know, in where I work. <laughs> <laughs> where, where else would I found the time? <laughs> well, I'm busy working on other things. Yeah, so am I. This is my work right here. It's called Don't Give Me Candy Corn. Wait a second, I recognize this. Nasty. Ooh, so disgusting. Don't give me candy corn or I will throw up on you. Vomit. Ooh, diarrhea. Don't give me that they give to you want you to believe it's food Necco wafers good and plenty circus peanuts too I would rather eat my shoe Tastes like my grandma's earwax <laughs> Don't give me Archies have really come a long way. They really That's have. Pretty, that was pretty good. Oh, hey, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. A lot of poop references in there, but, you know. Yeah, well, you know. I haven't done a song in a while. <laughs> yeah, a little you gotta have, You got to have at least one poop reference in a song. Well, sure. I mean, it, it is a morning show, right? Lots of poop and fart references and <laughs> oh, booms yeah. and beer and trucks. Time to start your day with some wacky fun. <laughs> okay. You're so stupid. 104.9. I've forgotten. 
how to talk. You're listening to the Morning X with Kev. 1049 the Morning X. Why does it suck to be you this morning? 815-874-2104. Hi, Colleen. Why does it suck to be you? Monday I was in jail. You were in jail on Monday? What did you do? Uh, DUI. Oh, you got a DUI, huh? That's, that's yeah. a shame. That sucks. Uh, it does suck. It does suck and my car's impounded, so I can't go anywhere. Sucks balls. So what, what, so what are you going to do? Are you going to get yourself like a like a DUI-cycle and ride your a bike DUI to work? Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to get. <laughs> First offense? Yeah, I should I should get off. Man, I know. It's really I, easy. Yeah, well, that, that's good. I know I know a guy who's got four of them. Somehow, still has his license. Well, see, see, somehow, somehow, I have to. You learned your lesson, right? Well, yes, I did learn my lesson because they put me in solitary. Solitary? Yeah. Did you attack somebody with a chainsaw too? What the hell? I did not. I did not do that. <laughs> Perhaps I wanted to. Colleen, you know, the chainsaw killer. Control. Well, you know, you, you you live, you learn, right? And uh, that's that's what the penal system is for—to teach you a lesson. I need I need to get in there and and work as as uh, your. Your, your something, your media person. What do you want to be? You want to be our social media person? I, I want to be something. Listen, Colleen, you can't post on Facebook from jail, so you got you got to start behaving <laughs> yourself, and then and then we'll talk about that. Okay. All right, okay, Colleen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Real rock, rock, rock. The morning X with Kev. What are you rambling about at the end of that song, Eddie Vedder? It is Pearl Jam on 104.9 The Morning X. And much like Eddie Vedder of the 90s, this man has very, very long hair. It's Kevin Haas, <laughs> Rock River Current in studio. Hey, Kevin. What is he mumbling there? Are there lyrics to that, like in the, the, like the, in lyric, the lyric book? I don't know. It's like, what is he talking? Who's he talking to? I, I died. I died, and you just stood there, and I, I died. And I... It's like, we get it. You died, but what, why is that at the end of that song? Right. That's weird. I don't know. Hey, Kevin, why does it suck to be you this morning? This is the theme we're running with on the Morning X today. Well, today's this morning's no different than any other morning. So, <laughs> so it just sucks to be you in general. Is that yeah, you that's life. Life is my life is bad. No, it's I have no complaints really. Uh, I'm tired, like everyone is. I've worked really long days, like everyone does. Sure, and uh, and uh, everyone hates me. By the way, this is going to be a running theme on the show in general. Uh, you don't have to just call or text about it today. If any given day uh, uh, you're you're just hanging out and realize, wow, it sucks to be me because blank happened, text it to me, 815-874-2104. Love to hear your stories about why it sucks to be you. And then you can get it out and then feel better about it. It's like therapy, you know? Is it like it therapy? Yeah. I feel like maybe it's reflecting on the bad. This might like No, it's not reflecting on the bad. Sometimes it just feels good to talk about it, to tell somebody about it, you know? Ah, okay. To just just rave about it. You know, I haven't been sleeping been sleeping like dog crap lately, you know? And uh, you know, I I've got things. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it helps to talk about them, even if it is to the radio show and we use it for our own benefit. Right. Yeah. Uh, tell us the worst things that have happened to you for our entertainment. Look, I'm not I'm not asking for the worst things. <laughs> I mean, if you listen, just why is it bad? There's a limit. OK, there's a limit. Um, you know, maybe you got in trouble. We got pulled over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why does it suck to be you? That's all. I can't wait to hear some of these. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting some stories. Why does it suck to be you? I got an F on my history test just something you know what i mean right yeah i'm not looking for your for your yeah, yeah i'm going to prison for 30 years for murdering somebody that's not the kind of stuff right. i, I had hear. to smuggle a cell phone into prison so i could send this text message to the ex that does suck but i can't help you with that right right right, right. um so anyway uh if our lives suck we can make them better by going out and doing something and that 
is how we're going to segue into Kevin Haas telling us what Rock River Current's got in store. You are the king of segues, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff happening this weekend, which I say every week, but it's been true for the last few weeks. But the first one I'll start with, I've catered perfectly to the X listeners, because when I think of the X, I think of people who like Beethoven. Yeah, yeah. yeah am I wrong here. on that, or is that... Uh, nasty St. Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there is actually a Beethoven-themed event happening this weekend. Rockford Symphony Orchestra has one of its guest conductors, who's a finalist for its role of music sure. director. They have a program called Deconstructing Beethoven, and they have uh, um, you know, this, this, this sort of electric uh, infusion that mixes elements of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony into this like funky, electronic, catchy kind of uh, uh, sure. symphony. Um, that happens Saturday night, starting at seven thirty at the Coronado. Look, if you're gonna if you're gonna rag on Beethoven, uh, you try and play that stuff on piano. Right, it's it, impossible. Was Beethoven the one who was deaf? Also, he also later in life wa- went deaf. Yep. Oh, okay, yep, wasn't yeah. deaf from birth, but yeah, he went deaf. Have you got any text messages from deaf composers? Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, one's coming in right now. Yeah, why does it suck to be you this morning, Beethoven? Uh, from the eight one five, Beethoven says, "Tried to write a song, have no idea yeah. what it sounds like." <laughs> am deaf? Yeah, am deaf. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's also not the kind of stuff we're looking for. You know, keep like depressing stories are out too. I'm talking about minor inconveniences here. Minor inconveniences. <laughs> Okay. I, we gotta yeah. set guidelines, or else people will c- call us some pretty crazy stuff. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't wait to hear these. What else uh, is going on? Well, there. The, if you want to get your kiddos uh, out and getting some a head start on getting candy, there are a bunch of trunk or treat events this weekend. Ah, uh, they're they're all over the place. So I would just say check out our list to see all the different ones happening. Uh, but I think you're going to be giving out candy at one of them. Are you? Are you not? No, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, you aren't. Okay. No. I, I, some of our radio friends are going to be going to uh, All Hallows Eve over. Midway Village Museum. Yeah, that happened. That just so happens to be the day of my sister's wedding, so I'm not going to be able to be there, or else I would have been there. I was there last year. It's fun. Oh, on this the day of your sister's wedding, on you this can't. The uh... day of my sister's wedding. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was really fun last year. I think uh, last year was my first time at Midway Village Museum, and I didn't realize how cool it was there. That's some cool stuff. Yeah, that Victorian area village. If you've never seen it, it's it's you know a historic looking village and they deck it out for halloween and you can go through and get your candy that happens saturday afternoon uh there is a admission uh of six dollars unless you're a museum member then it's free children younger than four are free and you can get candy from some of our our uh radio sister stations too right? yeah matt and chelsea i think are going to be out matt there and chelsea uh, are out there i think steve is out there from yeah, the oh, bowl steve is out there and steve will be dressed to the nines i promise you yeah they will all be in costume last year he was in like a full colonial like soldier costume it was Pretty elaborate. So Steve is definitely going to be there. If you if you know Steve Summers from ninety five three the Bull, uh, he's like the radio mayor of Rockford. <laughs> the so, radio mayor. Yeah, he'll he'll be there for sure. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I would have been there. I think uh, that's that's a great event, and it feels like you're walking onto a movie set. It's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I will be there also, but I'll probably just be wearing a tie and khakis like I do every single day because I'm a boring person. And that's just tell how people you're dressed up as Dilbert. Yeah, I'll also be taking people's photos. So you know, <laughs> if you're wandering around, you know, in a great costume, you might get your picture taken by me out there fun uh and then last thing i'll give you is it is the start of hockey season in rockford ah whack a puck whack a puck uh and that is on saturday bmo harris bank center the ice hogs take on the chicago wolves it's at 7 p.m hockey action returns to rockford and even before that there's a block party out in front of the bmo that starts at 4 30 and you can see miles nielsen and the rustin hearts playing some music or get food from some of my favorite uh uh, food trucks. Fifteenth and Chris is going to be out there. My buddy uh, Boogie Pirafoy, uh, who runs that truck, or TNT Funnel Cakes, which is going to soon have a downtown location that has funnel cakes year round. So check them out now. 
Uh, and that, that should be a fun time uh, to kick off the hockey season here. I like that. That's great. Yeah, the uh, well, the the Hogs got some uh, access to grind with the Chicago Wolves. Chicago yeah. Wolves, the Calder Cup champions from last year, but the Hogs, I think, beat the the Wolves in most of the, more of the games last year. So it's in the like, regular season, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So it's like. Uh, I think there's some uh, grudge games going on. Well, and they're the closest uh, to proximity in the AHL, so they're um, I right. mean they're rival, they're natural rivals. Right. I think Chicago's a little bit jealous that we got the Blackhawks minor team. I think, yeah. I think that's what it is. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of which, Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs will be on tomorrow to talk all about that and everything else and more. But if we want to find out more about what you just talked about, well, what do we got to do? Well, you could go to RockRiverCurrent.com or you could download the Rock River Current app wherever apps are downloaded. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, why does it suck to be you this morning? 815-874-2104. Text me a little story. 1049 The Morning X. And, yeah, it is the Halloween season, but the holidays are approaching. And that means Trans-Siberian Orchestra getting ready to get back on the road from Trans-Siberian Orchestra. The guitarist and musical director on the phone, it's Al Petrelli. Al Petrelli, what's up, man? Welcome back. Good. Well, thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. How you been, dude? I've uh, been, uh, been hanging in there. been staying alive, staying healthy. Yourself? Uh, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> you know, yes. This side of the dirt is much better. <laughs> yeah. Every day you wake up on this side of the dirt is a good day. Somebody very wise told me that. I think it was you, actually. Uh, it might have been. It seems like we just keep having a similar conversation, and I appreciate <laughs> the conversations here up here. Trans-Siberian Orchestra coming back on their uh, Ghosts of Christmas Eve, Best of TSO and more. This is your winter tour for 2022. Are you excited? I am. I am. I'm kind of you know, chomping at the bit. You know, I'm doing a lot of press the last several weeks. And, sure. Uh, you know, talking about the tour and hearing the excitement, you know, from your in your voice, I just want to get to work now. I want to get to rehearsal and kick the tires on this thing and fine tune it and just like come out of the gate on fire. So the tour kicks off uh, mid November. Uh, you haven't started rehearsing yet. We've been doing like sectional rehearsals. You okay. know, guitar players getting together, sure. uh, keyboard players, singers, and all that. But uh, I'm going to leave town, I think, middle of next week, and everybody kind of makes their way to Omaha, Nebraska, where we do about almost 30 days of production rehearsal. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a heavy production show. So, yeah, you're going you're gonna to do a lot of that, I imagine, a lot of tech rehearsals. Oh, uh, we, we try to run the show like once or twice a day um, with <laughs> the crew, with, you know, all the production. You know, the crew, even, you know, they choreograph, like, how they pull the tractor trailers into the venues. You know, everything, it, it's really turned into, like... Quite the spectacle, to say the least. But uh, we want opening night, which is uh, the 16th, like you said, to be a perfect first show. But when I get down to you guys in Chicago later, when is the show? That's uh, December 21st. Yeah, it might be my 50th show, but it's going to be you guys' first show. Right, precisely. You know what I mean? So it's got to be a perfect first show for you guys. So I just want it rehearsed to the point where we're not thinking about it. We're just going out there having fun. All right, so are we getting the A-team in Chicago? Because I could see there are two dates on the 21st, Hershey, Pennsylvania, and Chicago. How's that possible? Uh, ever watch Star Trek with the transporter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, yeah, I'll be there in Chicago as usual. Uh, I have to get my, what is it, Malnati's? Malnati's? What's that pizza? Yeah, that that's like Lou Malnati's you're thinking oh, of, sure. Good Lord, I'm gonna, that stuff's addicting. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I will be there. What happened was, in 99, we did our first tour. Sure. And we only had like seven or eight cities on there. And we came through Chicago, as a matter of fact, in 99. And the following year, in 2000, promoters from all over America wanted a show. So, you know, there's no way I can get one band from Seattle to Chicago to Tampa to Cleveland. It's just not going to happen. Sure. So Paul O'Neill, the gentleman who uh, in, in, invented this whole thing, looked at, you know, the band and said, are right, you three stay in the 13 colonies? And he looked at me and goes, you get the rest of the country. I'm like, 
Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get you get the longer tour, huh? You get the longer the longer mileage. You know what? I learned to enjoy it, though. You know, I, you know, four hundred miles between shows. I get, you know, I get in my bunk on the bus, and I'm like, that's the best sleep I get all year. You know, I have two little girls at home, and like the only time I sleep is when I'm on tour. So I, I really have learned to enjoy it and relax. Uh, do you, do your kids like the shows? They do. They do. My three oldest sons kind of. You know, they uh, they were ba- not babies. They were really little when this whole thing started, which is going on. It'll be 28 years ago this coming March when I first recorded the opening notes on Christmas Eve, Sarajevo. Wow. And, you know, they've they watched the thing grow up like I've watched them grow up, you know. And then my two little girls, they're, uh, like, they're still kind of young where they, they kind of look at me and go, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> why are you wearing that tuxedo? Why are you playing guitar? And why are you so weird? I'm like, eh, you, I don't know. I think we all, we, we all kind of think our parents are weird no matter what they do. No matter what. You yeah. know, I could be the coolest guy on the planet. And my daughter will look at me and go, Daddy, stop. You're embarrassing me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> We're talking to Al Petrelli from Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Uh, so how was last year? You guys were uh, back on tour live for the first time since the pandemic. Uh, did, yeah. Was that fun? Fun to get back on the road? Listen, it was awesome to get back to work. Uh, you know, I live for this. I mean, every time I put that lust bowl around my neck, I just immediately turn into a 15-year-old all over again. <laughs> Uh, that part of it was cool. The the stress and anxiety surrounding it was a bit much. I mean, we were testing, you know, like in the mornings and then the evenings and, you know, with double. Listen, I would have done the tour in a hazmat suit. I don't want to sound like a little brat with complaining. I, right. you know, in the grand scheme of things, I got nothing to complain about compared to, you know, so many families, you know, suffered such loss and tragedy. Right, right. But we were out there. We tried to keep everybody healthy. When I hit the finish line at the last show, it was like, all right, cool. Mission accomplished. So <laughs> this year, I think it's going to be a little calmer. I'm hoping. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I, I would imagine so. I uh, think things are a little bit different now. But um, you mentioned the Les Paul. Uh, how, how many do you have? Not all of them. So I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, over the years, I've collected quite a few. Um, you know, when I was a kid, seeing Jimmy Page for the first time or Dickie Betts and Dwayne Allman, you know, mm-hmm. I just I looked at that guitar and I was like, God, that's the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. You know, just something about it, like, just grabbed me, you know. You have one that's like your baby? I do. I do. It's actually one that my dad bought me uh, when I, um, I think I was graduating junior high or whatever. And there was, uh, like, this Cherry Sunburst sixties Les Paul that somebody was selling used, and he paid 200 bucks for it. He gave it to me. And that's the guitar that I recorded every note on every TSL record with. 200 bucks for a Les Paul, that's not a thing anymore. No, you talk about 50 years ago. So <laughs> yeah, right. It's $200 for strings almost. Now, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, no kidding. Oh, no wow. Joke. Uh, we're definitely looking forward to these shows. Trans-Siberian Orchestra going to be over in Chicago. Uh, a little bit of a hike here uh, from here, but it is definitely worth going to the show. It's a Christmas tradition. Uh, if you haven't gone to see it yet, highly recommended. December 21st in Chicago at the Allstate Arena, which is even closer than downtown Chicago uh, from Rockford here. So we're very excited. Two shows that day, 3 and 8 p.m. Get your tickets now, trans-siberian.com. Al Petrelli, always a pleasure. My friends, good to hear your voice. You stay safe and much respect to you and the family. 104.9. We're going to show this world a thing or two. The Morning X with Kev. The headliner for the very first installment of the Brew Ha 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 comedy series at uh, Prairie Street Brewing Company next Thursday. It's Rocky Laporte. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, buddy. How are you, Kev? <laughs> good to have you on, man. And it's uh, good to talk to you. I've been watching you for a very long time, man. I actually was just looking at your uh, YouTube video of uh, your appearance on Evening at the Improv. Oh, man. That's old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that goes back quite a ways, but you're killing uh three words in. Oh, thank you. 
thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. There's more recent. I did like last comic standing and sure. night shows, stuff like that, you know. And I'm actually looking forward to working with you up there in Rockford. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an honor, man. Like I said, I've been watching you quite a long time. But uh, how did this all get started for you? What got you into comedy? I, you know what? When I was a kid, uh, one of my uncles was on the radio, and we used to listen to him all the time. And uh, it wasn't really a radio. It was like a police scanner. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, was, he was called the perp. Did you ever hear of him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was mornings on K-Rock in California, wasn't it? That's right. <laughs> I guess it's in my blood. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so where where did you grow up? You're talking about listening to the radio as a kid. Where where did you listen to the radio? Where did you grow uh, up? I grew up in uh, mostly Chicago, and uh, and I lived in New York for a while. But uh, mostly Chicago it was like a crazy. Um, I lived in this big Italian neighborhood, you know, and uh, it was just it was just like a movie, you know, like. Uh, the ice cream truck used to drive around and play Godfather music. <laughs> how, many, how many ice cream trucks you know that have tinted windows? Right. <laughs> There's the only place you can go that you can get like a you can get a snow cone and bet fifty bucks on the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not really uh, you're not really worried about that kind of thing in Chicago anymore. As a little little bit of a different gangster situation there now. Oh, yeah, it ain't the same, man. It changed, you know. Everybody's moving out of the city, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, you know, it's, uh, like I say, we have Rocky Laporte on the phone. He's going to be our headliner for the Ha 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 comedy series next Thursday at Prairie Street Brewing Company. And, uh, you know, we all we all would love to do comedy for a living. Uh, you know, for some of us, it's a part-time job. But uh, suppose you were not doing comedy. What, what does Rocky Laporte do if he's not a comedian? You know what? I think uh, I'd like to be uh the Pope, because I, you know, I like to wear hats and wave to people. I think uh, I think they're having tryouts in New Jersey uh, uh, next summer, so I sent in my fifty bucks. And uh, I don't know. I think it'd be a good job. You know, I think I'd be a good Pope. I think that'd be a good reality show. I mean, you did Last Comic Standing. Why not America's Next Top Pope? Yeah, I like that. I like how you think. <laughs> hey, Kevin, let me ask you this. You, you know, you're always on the radio. Yeah. Down here, there's a station like. Every, uh, like, 15 minutes, they tell you what time it is. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, how old is your car that you don't have a clock in it? Like, were you driving a Model T or something like that? Did yeah. You ever, did you ever notice that? You know what? And I'll tell you what. We're guilty of it, too. Every once in a while, I'll pop on and say, hey, it's 734 on the morning X. But I'll tell you what. And every time I go, I didn't need to say that. We still give we still give the weather, too. It's on your iPhone, but I still say it. <laughs> Once an hour. Driving. All you got to do is look out the window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and every time there's an accident, they go, the injured were taken to a local hospital. Like, where are they supposed to take them to? A local restaurant? You know? <laughs> you know we're going to send you to a Denny's in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> At least they have a good breakfast, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, yeah, we're guilty. Yeah, we all, we all so do, do it, the man. Same th I always wondered why they did that. You know, it's just, it's, it's a thing that goes back a very long way and we just do it the way we heard it growing up. You know what I mean? It, oh, yeah. You know, that's all. We, we, we grew up listening to it when they had to do it. And now that it's now that whole thing's obsolete, 
Uh, we still do it that way just because we're trained. Hey, who you guys pull for up there? Are you guys uh, Packer fans or Bear fans? Or could you? Uh, you know, they'll, they'll tell you in Rockford that it's a 50-50 split, but I think it's more. I think we lean more more heavily Bears up here. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, those poor guys are doing so bad. Yeah, it's it could it could it could be worse though. I've seen I've seen I've definitely seen worse. I'm thinking of Mel Tucker's defense. Oh boy. You want to hear something? This is actually a true story. When I was in high school, I went to Hubbard High School on the south side of Chicago. Uh, we were called the Hubbard Greyhounds. And one of the coaches, he had this beautiful greyhound dog. That was our mascot, you know? Yeah. So our first seven games, we lost all, we were 0-7 our first seven games. Oh. And I'm not even making this up. Our, our mascot, the dog, he ran away. Like he took, like the dog's like, I can't even watch this no more. Like these guys are that bad. So uh, like our mascot took off. And I think a couple of the coaches chased them because I don't think they wanted to coach the team anymore even, you know? Sure. <laughs> when the mascots and the coaches are running away, you know you have a problem. Yep. Rocky Laporte, you a Cubs fan or a Sox fan? You know, here's something. This is a true story. A couple of years back when, the, remember when the Cubs beat uh, Cleveland in the World Series? Of course I do. Well, that was in October, literally about six weeks later, the Cleveland Indians front office, they hired me to do their Christmas party. (laughs) So when the guy was introducing me, he goes, this next guy's from Chicago. I had 400 people booing me all the way to the stage. They're just like, boo. And I'm like, I go, I'm a White Sox fan, you idiots. I was rooting for you guys. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like you're DOA at that point, right? How do you you recover from that? Yeah, you're coming up to boo. They're booing you and even talk yet, you know? <laughs> right. Well, I, I think you'd rather prefer the uh, evening at the improv situation where you're killing before you even start talking, man. And we're looking forward to seeing you. Rocky Laporte, uh, it's going to be awesome. Next Thursday, the 27th, uh, Thursday night at Prairie Street Brewing Company in Rockford, the Brew Ha 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 comedy series kicking off with Rocky Laporte. Rocky, thanks for uh, dropping in this morning. You're welcome, Kev. It was good talking to you, and I'll see you next week. You can check Rocky out on YouTube or RockyLaporte.com. Tickets for our show next Thursday at TheXRockford.com. And now, science shit. Uh, yes, once a week, digging into the world of science to find out what the smart people are working on over there. Instead of, like, you know, stopping war, curing cancer, stuff like that. It's usually, like, boner pills. Right. Or space. A lot of space going on. A lot on. of space stuff going on, too. The James Webb Telescope took a great picture of the gas formation known as the Pillars of Creation. Have you seen this? Uh, no, but they have amazing pictures all the time. Yeah, it's like a giant nebula. It looks like a hand, like doing. The, it looks like the hand of God. Seriously, it's it's terrifying. Uh, it is the most precise measurement of the universe yet. Found that it's sixty six point two percent dark energy. Any idea what that means? Means some Marvel superhero type stuff. They say dark energy, dark matter. Yeah. I think this is maybe where Thor lives. Yeah, I, we're we're getting close to uh, figuring out the Bifrost. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be awesome. I'm doll. Wouldn't that be <laughs> open the open the Bifrost? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That would be awesome, just to be able to like get the hell out of here anytime I wanted to. Yeah, or all of a sudden one day Thor just comes down. And he's like, hey, guess what? Oh yeah. yeah. But then we could take advantage of all that technology. Yeah, but I'd be like, Idris Elba, suck me out of here, please. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> I didn't know you were such a Thor fan. I love the Thor movies. Okay. All of them. Every single one I've loved. Really? Even the ones that were not as good as the other ones, still good. Okay. Uh, in tech news, Motorola showed off a new phone. They're still a company? I feel like Motorola, I haven't said that in a long time. Like Nokia. <laughs> uh, they're working on a new phone with a screen that shrinks and expands. Oh, like uh, when you're in the shower. So Wait, what? Never mind. 
Okay. <laughs> when you get out of the pool? Yeah. It was cold. Yeah. Uh, if you click a button, <laughs> the bottom of the screen rolls in on itself. Okay. So it could be four inches to fit in your pocket or 6.5 inches if you're watching a video. <laughs> what kind of video for 6.5? <laughs> I know I get up to 6.5 inches depending on what video I'm watching. 6.5 is pretty generous if you ask me. There's also a laptop version of this phone. Is it four rolled up or 6.5 <laughs> at full screen? Which what, How do you measure, you know? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they got to know how obvious that sounds, right? It sounds terrible. They got to know. <laughs> okay. Uh, in fish news, which is also a With phrase. A pH? Oh no! Sorry, not the band. No, you hippie. <laughs> Here's a 47-minute guitar solo. I love this band. I know. Um, <laughs> a study in Oxford found that, contrary to popular belief, goldfish actually have pretty good memories. Oh, okay. And uh, also, the largest bony fish we've ever seen was recently found off the coast of Portugal. Bony fish means it has a full skeleton. Or, uh, or it was watching certain videos on the 6.5-inch screen. That's what I would assume, yeah. <laughs> this one was a sunfish. It weighed over 6,000 pounds. Whoa. Just the skeleton. That's pretty uh, That's pretty frightening, actually. Pretty damn big. It's pretty terrifying, <laughs> I would say. I mean, I don't know how that compares to, like, a blue whale. Blue whale weigh, like, tons. I don't right? know. The ocean is full of mysteries. How much does a blue... Oh, yeah. We're learning in the morning, actually. We have Google. I forgot. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. A blue whale weighs tw- uh, 290,000 to 330,000 pounds. Do you see how fast you found that? Literally within five seconds, within you seconds. found the answer to that question. I didn't even have to finish typing it. The answer came up. What an age we live in. I know. It's scary. And finally, in spider news, I know this is your favorite. I hate spiders. <laughs> Uh, the website BigThink.com. Big what? Think. Okay. T-H-I-N-K, Matt. All right. Or Mike Tyson saying sink. Uh-huh. Either way. Uh, they did a feature on why black widows used to bite so many guys in the junk, but don't anymore. Why is it? I don't bla- I don't know. Bla- I don't know. I guess black widows used to bite a lot of guys in the, the wiener. Now they're not doing it so much. The answer is it was a lot more common before indoor plumbing took off because spiders love outhouses. Oh, I see. Yeah. Can you imagine? You go out to the dump house. And- oh. <laughs> but, I mean, are the spiders dropping down from the ceiling of the outhouse and landing on your junk? Are you dunking your junk into the spider-infested water? If you're what- sitting down on the outhouse, yeah, they're probably hanging out down there. I, mean, yeah. I don't know how far yours are dangling down, but when mine's rolled up like the 4.5-inch screen. <laughs> yeah, it's not, I'm like I'm the not, old Motorola there. I'm not yeah. splashing in the water necessarily. No. <laughs> Mine just more like rests rests on the bag. <laughs> Put it that way. Mine's, mine, mine looks like a soldier sleeping on his duffel bag. <laughs> oh my god. Mine's <laughs> a, mine's in airplane mode mostly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. All right, now you're caught up in the world of science. The morning guys are gross and lame. One oh four nine. Like it or not, you and your friends are a part of it now. The morning X. You're waking up. With wood. No, that's that's his last name. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's just go back to using the first name. It's Kev on the Morning X. Twenty first of October. It is a Friday morning and a sexy Friday. Your job today is to use this saxophone music in your life somehow, some way. Just have it queued up on your phone. That's smooth. Oh yeah. It's this careless whisper from Wham, of course, and you just have it queued up on your phone and use it in situations that you wouldn't think to use it normally. You know, you're at the the drive-thru. What can I get for you today? That would be outstanding. What about like a a ringtone? 
Oh, someone's got to have this as the ringtone. Yeah. Someone must. That's is that a thing, by the way, still? Ringtones? Yeah, like like sure. using... I don't know if you can download ringtones anymore. Yeah, it's been a while since I've... I just used the plain one. It sounds like an old phone. That's... <laughs> right. We got all these. You got, a, you got a list of like 100 different ringtones. And what is the one that like 90% of the people choose? The old phone. Hey, I love Isn't it. Isn't that ironic? I love it. It reminds me of the thing that used to hang on my mom's wall <laughs> with the rotary dial. It takes me back. Uh, Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs is here. and uh, Good glad. morning. Yeah, well, hi there. And uh, we're going to chat uh, this weekend. We're going to chat home opener. We're going to chat new name for the stadium. And we're going we're gonna to talk about all that coming up. Yo, that's Shizzle. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X with Kev. It's Kev and Mike Peck from the Ice Hogs is here. Yes, the Rockford Ice Hogs back in town. First home game of the season coming up tomorrow at the BMO, excuse me, the BMO Center. Newly named BMO Center. Drop the Harris Bank part. Freshly coined BMO Center. So what happened there? I mean, did, did BMO Harris Bank stop calling themselves BMO Harris Bank? Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, Is they're, they're just BMO now. Okay. Kind of moving forward. So, yeah, it's shorten the name a little bit. Let's be honest. Everybody just calls it the BMO anyways. It's, right? It's short for Bank of Montreal, isn't it? Yeah. How Canadian. Yeah. Eh? How right? hockey. What a perfect what a perfect connection. Based out of Toronto, I think. So <laughs> yes. uh, how does the Bank of Montreal? No, they they they're awesome, man. They've been they've been awesome partners with us and uh, we're excited that the name will be on the building for at least the next nine years. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Well so, done. There we go. I, I I'd like to take all the credit in the world, but I will take zero credit. Like most things. You hear people still refer to it as the Metro Center, though, sometimes. They do. You ever slap in the face? Be like, that's not what yeah, it's called. What's wrong with you? That's you, not what we call it. Know, people just hanging on, <laughs> hanging on to the old days, right? Hey, you know, when I grew up, the World Music Theater in Tinley Park, Illinois, uh, which is now the first Midwest Bank Amphitheater or something, so um, we still call it the World. What, what, yeah, what, do you, what do you call the tallest building in downtown Chicago? Sears Tower. Sears Tower. I, almost, I mean, I almost said Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and I don't know why, because wrong city and not a building, and not not very tall either, right. mind you. <laughs> I don't think it's because well, at first I thought Empire State Building, right? Yeah. Then my head went to Statue of Liberty, and I'm like, I'm in the wrong city. I've never even been to New York City, but here I am, confusing, <laughs> confusing the biggest city in Illinois. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah, I mean, people, you know. Metro Center, that's what they, they, they grew up with. But, uh, the Willis Tower. Right? Yeah, the, the, the Willis Tower. There it is. Is it actually still called the Willis Tower? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I, I wanted to change it to the What You Talking About Willis Tower. <laughs> yes. They weren't down for that, so they just went with Willis. Um, but, so the BMO with the new name and uh, you know fresh new, uh, fresh new uh, renovations, eh? Yeah, we got a lot of renos going on. Uh, and I say going on in an active tense because they're still going on um yeah i mean we have a a new team store that's been been completely redone that will be finished in time for the game tomorrow concourse lighting arena lighting uh bathrooms are refreshed um and we will hopefully have a new shiny video board flying and shining tomorrow and by the way in the in the team store there's a special going now on used team jock straps (laughs) Yeah. yeah it's in the corner back corner Autographed, yeah, autograph, yeah, jocks. <laughs> how much do you think those we could sell those for? I don't know. It depends on how weird the fans are. 
Probably decent price, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a market for that out there. Yeah. I, you sports players jock straps? Guarantee there is. You know, we should probably set that up auction style because we'd probably sell ourselves <laughs> short by just putting them on, on the shelf for 25 bucks or something. Right. You know, if you, if you had an auctioneer, first of all, presenting which player it was <laughs> yeah, right. and what fluids, you know, you'd have to describe, you know, the product that you're trying to auction off. And I think you'd get more, more weirdos out to buy that stuff. So. I mean, nobody ever listens to my business ideas. I don't, I don't understand why. Yeah. If you could put that in a PowerPoint, that would be outstanding. We'll present that. I know PowerPoint. I could do it. Right. I could do it. I Just send me a copy of the logo and uh, put together a nice professional-looking uh, uh, PowerPoint about the jockstrap sales. Uh, tomorrow... Caller Cup champion, Chicago Wolves are in town. They are, yes. Uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, we do have a block party going on. 4.30 to 6.30. Uh, we got a concert. Miles Nielsen and the Rusted Hearts will be out. Sweet. Hard Rock's going to be giving out a bunch of t-shirts at the block party at the door. So we're, uh, we're expecting a great crowd. We should, have, uh, we should be pushing 5,000 tomorrow. And the weather. Boy, I tell you what. It's yeah. going to be awesome. So yeah. you, you couldn't have picked a better day. I mean, you couldn't have foreseen the forecast when you scheduled We were this. just hoping for, for no rain or snow. <laughs> shut, shut, your, shut your dirty mouth about the S word. We've already here. had it. We had it last week. We I got almost, it out of the way. I almost want to press the dump button on you right now <laughs> for using the S word. When, when, when is the appropriate time? Thanksgiving? Uh, is November. that when you can start I mean, saying even that? November. You know, yeah. November, it, you can't avoid week. it in November. It's going to happen, you know. But, yeah. like, yeah. We, don't want, we don't want a cap of the S word. On our on our jack o' lanterns, you know what I mean? Just let's wait. Yeah, a couple years ago, that was uh, yeah, not well, you great. You do not invoke the name of evil until it is time. We will remove that from the vocabulary <laughs> for the time We're being. We're cutting it out of the podcast for later. It doesn't matter though. It's going to be eighty degrees and sunny tomorrow. It's good. you couldn't ask for better weather for it. Uh, and uh, what a great thing coming back uh, for the twenty twenty two season. The team is pumped. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're ready to go. Uh, a couple games this past weekend up in uh, up in Manitoba, team split. Um, so they're they're one and one coming back home, and we have a nice seven game homestand starting tomorrow. And uh, it's kicking it off against the rivals, the, yeah. the division rivals. Yeah, I mean rivals any way you spin it. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, we play them twelve times again. So I saw and Wolves six here in Rockford, six in in Rosemont. Yeah. By the way, there's only one professional hockey team in Chicago. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be the Blackhawks. Just want to clarify that. Yeah, that's by the way, that is the Blackhawks, right? Factually true. And by the way, Wolves, we're not giving you the Blackhawks, so forget it. It's not happening. They've been asking. They've been begging. You know. Not going to happen. Well, they own us now. The Blackhawks literally own us. They, not not going to happen. Yeah. Owned by uh, the major league hockey team uh, that, you know, you work with. Why not? I mean, the ownership makes sense. The partnership makes sense. And actually, the way that things have gone, you know, to talk a little business in, in pro hockey in the American Hockey League, most of the teams in the AHL are actually owned by the NHL club now. I want to say out of 32 teams... The number's probably up to about 20 to 21 teams that are owned by the NHL club. So who won the team before? The, the city of Rockford slash the building, okay. the arena. I see. I see. Owned the, owned the team. Okay. Yep. So, which is a little strange. It's kind of like the Packers. It was the only kind of civically owned team in the league. Um, yeah. Everyone else has an actual owner. You know, yeah. human being, if you will. That's, that's confusing. Not quite as confusing as U.K. soccer. Uh, 
business, but it's still a little confusing. But we, now, what's the UK? What, what is that? Same thing? Like just the, the business, the the way the business works in in UK soccer. I don't know a lot about it. But I watched. I'm watching a documentary with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They bought that uh, soccer team. Okay. Um, overseas, and so they're the documentaries about them and learning about the way it works, the tier system, and like like if you lose, suppose the Ice Hogs came in last, yeah, and they. Kicked him out of the league and made him play in the league below. Yeah, you get relegated. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's insane to me. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine you're in the big leagues and then your team is absolutely horrible? Like, what would happen to the Bears? The Bears would be at the <laughs> lowest. No. <laughs> well, somehow the Bears have managed to be in the middle for for years now. Yeah. Eight and eight. You yeah. know, pretty much every year. Right. Uh, I mean, it was worse a couple years ago, but like it. it you know they, but they have uh, had a couple years where they definitely would have been bumped down. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's a it's a really interesting concept how they do that over over in Europe. And I don't know, it, it would be there, there's no way you could use that in an existing league. If there was a new league that were to start up, um, you know, they, there's a, a pro women's volleyball league that's starting up, for example. It would be very it would be interesting to see if they could institute that that relegation to. All right, bottom two teams, you're down. Top two teams from the "quote unquote" minor leagues, you're now up. I love, I love that. You know, like what, what, what if there's no punishment for losing, right? Except you get made fun of, and, uh, and teams tank for draft picks and, and whatever. But and you would actually like there would be a huge punishment for losing. It, it would yeah. really change the landscape. It of, sure would. You know, and <laughs> you know, it, it would be interesting. Two sports really come to mind that I think would be great to implement. It would be baseball and basketball, the NBA and Major League Baseball. Well, I always said if the Cubs and Sox ever have a World Series against each other, loser has to leave the city. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Yeah. Where, where would they go? Like Gary? So, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, some flyover place. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Tulsa. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Tulsa White Sox. I'm thinking more like some place that, that smells like Platteville, Wisconsin, for example. <laughs> I've been there. I mean, it's Farmingtown. It's going to yes, smell. It you know, it's going to smell like cow dung and whatever. I've been there to do comedy. You know, go send, send the other team somewhere like that where they're going to have to learn how to play like the farmers play. Or they, they have to go to Dyersville. They have to play at the Field of Dreams, which sounds great. <laughs> but could you imagine a whole season there? Like, you'd be like, this is awesome. And then, like, like three games into it. I, I, I didn't finish my joke. I'm sorry. Oh, so send them someplace that smells like Platteville. Or Cleveland. <laughs> I forgot. The, I forgot the tagline on that. Uh, well, I cut you off. I stepped on. I, I stepped on your touchdown call there. No, I, I was just too slow. That's all. Uh, we are uh, going a little bit over time here, so we should wrap it up. But BMO Harris Bank Center. To I'm sorry, BMO, BMO Center. Center. It's gonna. Yep. It's gonna it's take, gonna take a, a couple. That's all right. Yeah. It's gonna take us some time to get the signage changed yeah. out as well. Dropping the Harris Bank part. Just BMO Center. Just to, the BMO. Tomorrow, the BMO tomorrow. Tomorrow night, and there's festivities beforehand and the game starts when? 7 o'clock tomorrow. And by the way, we do play on Sunday as well, uh, 4 o'clock, and we have a post-game skate with the team afterwards. So bring your skates, meet all the guys, and uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. Tickets at icehogs.com or call what number? 815-968-5222. That number again. 815-968-5222. Mike Peck of the Rockford Icehogs. Thank you very much. 104.9 The Morning Exit is Kev, and uh, what better things to do over the weekend than uh, things that kick ass? Like, for example, the Rockford Record Crawl happening tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Skyler from Culture Shock here. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Oh, always good to have you in. Uh, great shirt, by the way. He's wearing the shirt of the Exorcist, and not just any scene of the Exorcist, but the uh, backwards spider stair crawl. The scariest uh, thing for most people to remember that. That was, that was messed up in the book. 
And then when I saw it in the movie, it was even more messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. October month, I got to wear all my horror movie shirts sure. and things like that. Yeah. Well, you're, you're doing it up, man. I like it. I like it. So uh, what's the record crawl all about? Uh, the record crawl is just a uh, yearly event we've been doing since 2014 uh, with a huge sale and just encourage uh, friends and customers to come out and check out the local record stores in Rockford and just have a fun day. So it's kind of like a bar crawl. Except you're not getting drunk at every location. You're checking out cool music. No, the, you're not. I mean, we might have sodas and waters and donuts, <laughs> but that's about as drunk as you can get. I think you get drunk on the vinyl and drunk on the music and experience, sure. really. Right, yeah. It's, it's a different form of totally. uh, self-stimulation. Yes, it is. We'll put it that way. <laughs> we'll just leave it. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave just, it there. We'll just let that sit and sink in for a second. Uh, free admission, of course. Uh, giveaways. What are you giving away? Well, uh, we're going to have two lucky winners who win each win a $100 gift card to Toad Hall and a $100 gift card to Culture Shock. So two winners get wow. $200, you know, just for showing up and drop it off in entry form. So wait, each one of those winners is going to get both? Yeah, you get 100 bucks wow. to each store. Even if you don't visit both stores, we're obviously encouraging you to visit both stores. Because sure. each store is just so unique and different. You hear a record store, you think of the same thing maybe, but we are both so different. We are competitors and friends, you know. Um, Culture Shock's over on Charles Street, Toad Hall's over there on Broadway. Uh, so it's just a cool way to kind of come together and share, you know, a little bit of customers and just a little bit of getting the word out. That's great. You know, I, I love that, you know, technically competing businesses can uh, get together and just uh, celebrate the industry that you're part of. Exactly. And the, yeah. the local flavor of that industry. Yeah. And we jointly kind of compete against other, like, let's say, chain stores and uh, the internet and online sales. Sure. You yeah. just lose the experience, I think, of getting into a record store if you do buy things online, probably. I like that. Getting together. You know, I, I like that. It's a, it's a team effort to, totally. to take down the big box. Uh, yeah, it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sadly, well, and this is another thing, too. You know, back in the day, we started this in 2014, and we did have, like, Retro Rock Records and Kate's mm -hmm. Pie Shop Records. Um, so those businesses are no longer with us, so we want to definitely support the local scene that we have. Uh, and besides records, we carry a lot of local vendors and other items in our store that are not even record related. So right. it's all about the local business. Awesome, man. Uh, also, uh, you have on your flyer here, uh, it says, and I quote, huge freaking specials. So oh, God. Okay. So, yeah, we've got stacks of things we've been working on. Me and Jared have been boxing up. We're doing dollar blowouts on tons of record CDs and cassettes. We're doing a buy one, get one half price on you all used records in the whole store and all T-shirts, too. I haven't been in your store in a while, but um, the last time I was there, you had old stereo equipment there. Oh, yeah. Uh, you still sell that stuff? Oh, yeah. We yeah, have lots okay. of like really cool vintage hi-fi gear. Because I want to buy a cassette. I'm going to need to buy something to play a cassette. Oh, we got on. cassette players for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it. <laughs> you know, There's even a few people rolling around with a now vintage car, I guess, that's, that has cassette players in them, too. A-track? Uh, a few. A few A-tracks. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of A-tracks, though. That's Mostly cool. vinyl. Then cassette, actually, second. Then CD. A-tracks way down there. A-tracks kind of a novelty, right? Totally. But it's, but it's cool. You know, that was it's... like my 74 Lincoln Continental, I remember. Right, my 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 uncle had eight track tapes of like Boston and oh, and classic. the Scorpions, you know, oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so uh, that that's really cool, man. You got you got a, you got an awesome store over there. Thank by you the so way. much. Uh, if you haven't been by, uh, if you haven't been by Culture Shock, you should definitely swing by. It's twenty two thirty nine Charles Street in Rockford, and the record crawl going on tomorrow, uh, starting at ten a.m., going on till seven p.m. Free admission, giveaways, and huge freaking specials. And weather's looking great. We're putting up some tents oh and tables God. outside to spread it out. All the deals are going to be spread got, all over. You guys got lucky. Well, I'm feeling great about the weather. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys got lucky tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be in the mid-70s, so you guys are you guys are going to have a good time. Totally. All right, Skylar, thank you very much for dropping by. Record Crawl this weekend, tomorrow, happening. Or rockfordrecordcrawl.com for more details, too. We need to get to the Real Rock Report. The Real Rock Report on the Morning X. And Lou, as always, has got it.
Shinedown. They've canceled their European tour, which was set to begin next month because, quote, the economic and logistical side of touring in Europe are growing too heavy for us to be able to make this feasible at the present time, which this sounds like a really bad time to tour in Europe, right? Unless you're Motley Crue and Def Leppard, who just announced the European version of the stadium tour that's going to start in May. <laughs> so I guess stadiums are, yeah, no problem. Hey, get you into Wembley. You'll be fine with those two. Kicking it off in Kiev. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Theory of a Dead Man back with a new single called Dinosaurs, their first new music since the album Say Nothing that came out in January of 2020. You can watch a visualizer for that song on YouTube now. And album's out this weekend. Architects, the classic symptoms of a broken spirit. Black Veil Brides, the morning EP, which includes Savior 2. And Serge Tankian's latest solo EP, it's called Perplex Cities. And that is your Real Rock Report. It's powered by Oscars Pub and Grill on East State and Jack's Pub on North Perryville. Both open at 11 a.m. today. Get their $5 shrimp or clam po' boy, 750 Tito's and Red Bull, and 325 bottles. Thanks, Lou. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. You still work here? I do, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, as always. <laughs> I mean, it's more like as sometimes. I feel like the past two weeks, I've been doing the report because you've been somewhere. I've been, Well, I was either out with COVID the week before, and I was out of town, came back with COVID, stuck home for a week, and then uh, my grandmother passed away last Friday, so I was out this week for the funeral. Did you find a monkey paw and make, I, make wishes? I don't know, man. What it, happened to you? It's not going well. Did you break a mirror? I'm telling you. It's like one thing after another of just like, okay. I'm almost afraid to be near you. I'm Yeah, I would be too. It's, <laughs> it's not a good time to be hanging out. It's just not. But uh, yeah, no. So I'm the idiot that decides to come back to work on a Friday. Because yeah. who does that? I've been off all week. <laughs> I'm back on Friday. Don't worry. And nobody would nobody would have would have faulted you if you took one more day. Yeah, I, I know. But you know, I'm an idiot. That's what it really shakes down to. You I'm not a very days. smart human being. You got the days. Take them. Uh, right. I will never understand people like that. I know people who get like we get a we get a very modest amount of vacation days. Uh, I know people who get like twenty days a year uh-huh. and don't take them. What are you doing? Yeah, your company gave you those days. Take them. And I, th- I think it's a thing of the past where they pay you out for any unused days. That doesn't happen anymore. You just lose them. Yeah, you lose. Yeah, right. right. You lose those days. And, and use it or lose it situation. And, right. And my wife gets an obscene amount. <laughs> I'm like, and she's always, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so tired. I'm like, take your vacation days and do nothing. It's one of the greatest things ever invented was the staycation where you just take the time off and stay home. You know what it is, though? I honestly... And tell me if it's just me, but when you take time off, you have to – you're preparing to take time off. Okay, I'm going to go on vacation, taking a week. You have to do so much work in advance to make sure you can be gone for those days that for me, it's almost like, the hell with it. I'll wait for the weekend. I don't want to do all that extra stuff. Well, here you have to do that. Well, you're right. But I think that's kind of like – a thing for a lot of people. There's there's something called vacation prep, sure. Uh, it shouldn't be do all the work you would have done during right, that right, week. Right, 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 it shouldn't right. be that. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, but in some places, I'm not going to say where, it is like that. Yeah. Which <laughs> makes it tough. But at the same time, I didn't even really think about it until I just sat down and hear that I'm back on a Friday. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Yeah, you could be home right now. Not, Morning. You're not wearing pants. Coughing. Yeah. Not wearing pants. Sure. Morning coughing and pantsless. That's, that's what I should be doing. Instead, here I am. Man, that should be the name of the show from now on. Morning coughing and pantsless. Why yeah. not? We'll make it happen. You're the boss.
Sure, yeah, you, you can change it. it now. Done. You can, you can make the call. Monday, I'm morning coughing and pantsless. Flip the switch, Lou. <laughs> just make it happen. Uh, this has been a crazy, uh, crazy busy week. It's just today alone on the Morning X has been crazy. Uh, we had Al Petrelli from Trans-Siberian Orchestra today. We had Rocky Laporte on today. Uh, we had Mike Peck from the Ice Hogs. Skyler from Culture Shock Records was here today. Uh, and uh, a ton more. All that stuff you can hear in the Morning X This Week podcast, which goes up a little bit later today. I'll get all the clips that we want to put in there all in one place, one podcast for you to listen to on your ride home if you're stuck in traffic or whatever. There you go. There's traffic around here. I grew up in a very different place. <laughs> but, you know, there's a, you know, if you've got a commute, uh, it's something to listen to. If you want to get caught up, uh, if you maybe missed something, missed an inside joke, uh, we did the Candy Corn song earlier this week. If you missed that, uh, it, it'll all be in the Morning X This Week podcast. A little bit later today, you can get that at thexrockford.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify as well. Uh, it is The Morning X this week. Just search that. You'll find it. And what? We're less than a week away from uh, Rocky Laporte over at uh, Prairie Street. Yeah, Rocky is such a cool dude, man. I had him on the phone. He's he, the guy. He's, he's, he used to drive trucks in Chicago. <laughs> like that, like he's, he hasn't just always been a comic. Like The dude's lived a life. It's funny. He grew up in Chicago, but he definitely has... A New York Heavy accent. New York accent, he, yeah. He moved to New York and right. just became that. It's like that Italian street macho, you know, but he's kind of, he kind of doesn't play the macho. He plays more like the kind of dopey, I guess. Like, you know, but totally. he, he's, he's very funny. He's very clever. And uh, you'll, you'll definitely like him. The show is happening. Prairie Street Brewing Company. Thursday. Yes, officially. It's officially this Thursday, isn't it? Since you know, yesterday. Since was, yesterday's yeah. over, this coming Thursday, I guess yeah. it would be. Yeah, yeah, this coming Thursday over Prayer Street. Uh, I'll be on the show, slinging some jokes your way, like a machine gun. Like Matt Hall going to be on it as well. Matt Hall, yeah, and yeah. then uh, Rocky Laporte, who you've seen on, you know, uh, name a late night show, and he's done it. And he was apparently on an episode of Cheers. Oh, Wait, was he really? He was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't bring that up in the interview because we got it onto other topics. But uh, in, in uh, on our flyer, it says NBC's Cheers. Oh, I didn't notice. And I that. just noticed that, and I was like, he was on Cheers. I tried to look it up. I couldn't find his. But in IMDb, he played somebody called Jeff. Oh, sounds like a very integral character. <laughs> I was Jeff. He would have been young enough. Jeff probably could have been like a cashier at a store, in or a just scene, one of the people you know? sitting in the bar that yelled "Norm" when Norm walked in. <laughs> right. You know, I, which I would love. I put that on my resume for the rest of my life. Yeah, I was one of those guys. Yeah, he was just an extra. He gave himself the name Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Told that to IMDb. Yeah, it was Jeff on Cheers. <laughs> no, he, that dude is great. So if you if you want to go check him out, uh, he will be at Prairie Street. The tickets are on sale through the xrockford.com. Uh, you can also text comedy to 815-874-2104. Make it easier.